Well, that rock and roll sound means only one thing. It is time again for Brooklyn Paper Radio live from the Brooklyn Paper Building in downtown Brooklyn, which is America's downtown, as you know. I, of course, am Gersh Kuzman of the New York Daily News, hot take columnist and all-around good guy of New York with my co-host and friend, a handsome man, Vince DiMasselli. Thank you. Of the Brooklyn Paper. And, you know, DiMasselli is of Maselli. Yeah, that's of Maselli. But I've heard that's not actually what it means. It doesn't actually come from that. Well, anyway, the point is, DiMasselli Kunzman, DiMasselli Kunzman, host of Brooklyn Paper Radio. We would be nowhere without our beloved sponsors. I'm talking about Village Care Max. I'm talking about Atlas Steakhouse, and of course, the toothy Dr. Joseph Lichter DDS. Oh, We're going to be hearing from them later. But more yeah. importantly, we have an all—it's like an all-American, all-Italian-American, all-Italian. Music and song special edition. We've got Patrizio Buono, fr fresh from Napoli, right here in the studio. So say hi, Patrizio. Hello. Oh, that his, nice. That's nice. The dulcet tones. And we've got a pre-recorded interview with the legendary TV sitcom star, Tony Danza. Wait, Tony Danza? Because what's that have to do with song, the American music book? What's, what's going on there? Well, Tony Danza's doing a concert at Brooklyn Center and reminded us also of Elton John's fa famous song, Hold Me Close, Young Tony Danza. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah it's a great song. Anyway, you'll be hearing from Danza later. But we, I would be remiss if I didn't start right off, as I always do. Patrizio, bear with me. Vince, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I ran a water line in my house yesterday because I'm getting a new refrigerator. Nice. Given to me by my my parents. Oh, they gave, they bought you a they refrigerator. They bought us a refrigerator for the, uh, what is that, the anniversary thing? I don't know. Is it That's your anniversary? It's, it's the anniversary. So they bought us a refrigerator. Really? And Wait, now is, what's the that, the 11th anniversary, the refrigerator anniversary? I think that's what it is. Yeah, 11th yeah. or 12th. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So... We ran the water line. For the first time in my life, I'm going to be able to go to my new refrigerator and, and just get some water and ice without even opening the door. You know, the, the sink door. is right next to the refrigerator. You could just get water yeah, from That, that water's not filtered. You don't but want that right water. But go right to the sink. You don't want that water. Well, I, I don't know. I got paper on my 11th anniversary, but I'm not married anymore. No, no, no. What that you tells got? you something. Do you get anything for, like, the anniversary of the divorce? Oh, yeah. I got, had a divorce warming. You were there. You got me. People were getting me gifts all over the place. Yeah. Anyway. Great story, Vince. Thanks. I would be remiss if I didn't bring in Patrizio Buone. Now, Patrizio is a tenor, am I right? No. no. A baritone. Yeah. Yes. Sexy man, all the way from Napoli, which is Naples to us Americans. And he is a singer, an Italian singer, who is, he calls himself a crooner. But I'm going to let him tell the story. Patrizio, welcome to America, first of all. Thank you. <laughs> is this like akin to the Beatles doing the English British invasion in the early 60s this is your Italian invasion absolutely we're gonna invade America now we discovered this continent the Italians discovered it. we yeah, named it yep. and now it's about time we were we were having a very long siesta we had a long nap we had a lot of great food and it's about time to um, to get it back um, and there's a reference to Amerigo Vespucci there if I'm not mistaken a little Amerigo absolutely there. Yeah, Amerigo, done. America Colombo yes we are back again and uh, I'm the first one I'm the one who comes and is not going to sing uh, the Osolemios and the Volares that we already know that was just to narcotize a little bit the people and think that we just uh, just smooth yeah but you but you do sing <laughs> that's amore you do sing that's amore I've seen your video well the people call me the ambassador of the Italian songbook explaining oh. that Italian music is not just so I did all the great songs that people know, 
but there is so much more. And yeah, that Samori is one of my favorite because it's fun. But I changed the arrangements. I'm, I uh, swinged it up a little bit. Yeah, I did. <coughs> really? Which do you prefer? Do you prefer uh, Dean Martin's rendition or do you prefer Patrizio's? I'm talking, talking to Vince. Oh, say, yeah, yeah. say the right thing. Right thing. Yeah. <laughs> I Dean watched, Martin. <laughs> listen, my dad, growing up, that was the mm. only albums my father had with Dean mm. Martin, Frank Sinatra, and for some reason, Barry Manilow. I still don't understand that. But oh, Manilow. That, that's what. <laughs> but Vin, Vince, that, there is a, something very interesting thing. When I came to America the, the first time, which is about nine years ago, people ask me so what I what I sing. I say Italian songs, and they go like, "Oh, so you do opera?" I say, "No." Uh, "Oh, so you do Sinatra?" And I say, "No." And here's two things. Um, Sinatra did not sing in Italian. Mm-hmm. He was of Italian descent. His name was Frank Albert Sinatra. Francis. I Francis Albert Sinatra. Nice. But he okay. did not sing in Italian. So his music, in my understanding, or really in understanding who understands music, is has nothing to do with Al- Italian music because he used to sing swing. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that in America, saying Frank Sinatra is associated with Italian music. Now with Dean Martin, it's different because he had all those return to me return to me or innamorata or that's yeah, amore. Yeah, yeah. And he was a little bit more playing that thing on the Italian thing. So I would understand it there, but Frank Sinatra, not at all. So yeah, I'm a crooner. I sing romantic love songs, very cheesy, very corny. Well, well um, hold on now, but uh, you're Italian. Yeah, it's, so part, when of, you it's sing, part of the game. When you sing, and I'm a devout heterosexual, as Vince will tell you, yeah, but you start singing and the women's clothes come off. Am I right? Because I mean, look, you're a sexy man. <laughs> J- John, Jimmy, can we show a picture put of Patrizio? Put that on the screen. Put that up on the screen right now. Patrizio is a handsome man. And that voice. What kind of picture is that? It's a great picture. It's a radio picture. That, that voice. voice. It's in your head. You can is see it. Is that Tony Danza? <laughs> <laughs> now, that voice is fantastic. Seriously. Thanks a lot. Now, I want to be remembered as a great singer, as a great performer. I Are you a great singer and a great performer? I am absolutely a great performer, a great singer. Go. And I yeah, leave the happens. whole job of being sexy to Ricky Martin and, mm. and, and all the sex symbols. Ricky Martin is a sexy man. Yeah. And uh, basically, yeah. I, I just... You know, I just want to introduce people something that they thought they knew. For example, You Don't Have to Say You Love Me was written in Italy called Io che non vivo più di un'ora senza te. For example, uh, It's now or never, come hold me tight, is really O sole mio stand from the te. So a lot of Italian songs were translated in the 60s in English and became huge standards and became Wait, this is incredible. So, so the Beatles stole black music from the blacks and, and Sinatra and Dean Martin, all these people, they stole ostensibly Italian music from the Italians. With the Beatles, it's not entirely right because the <laughs> Beatles wrote a lot of songs. But sure. the, f- the beginnings of the Beatles were Chuck Berry. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is horrible. This is cultural imperialism. We stole pizza from you guys, too. I know, I know, but the pizza comes from Napoli. But it was brought by Lombardi mm-hmm. to the first pizzeria in New York was Lombardi's or is Lombardi's. Still there if you're a tourist. If you're a tourist, it's still there on Spring Street, by the way. Just if you're a tourist. If you're a tourist. <laughs> I mean, because if you're listening to Brooklyn Paper Radio, going into Manhattan is like is like going on vacation. Am I right, Vince? No, it is. It's like a huge vacation. But I, I got to get back to meatballs because we mentioned meatballs. Now, the when meatballs. did we mention that? I'm just uh, we did mention it. Oh trust dear, me. I got to get back. on that. Yum. So I, I go to my friend's house a couple of weeks ago on Halloween, and uh, uh, P- Patricia Petanato, the Petanatos of Michael and Jonathan. Oh friend. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had over there, and she brings out these meatballs that her mother, who is from Italy, mm. made, and they're meatballs with 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 uh, potatoes. With Potatoes uh, in it. Potato and it had, meatballs. And it had a different name. It was just like a meatball. They were kind of oval shaped. What do you call that? 
I forget what it was no, called. No, I'm asking Patricia. Okay, if she was from Napoli, it was called Panzerotti. Mm. I think that's what it was. And if she was from uh, Bari, she would have called it Croquette. Ah. It was not a Croquette. It was not okay. a Croquette. Okay. Okay. So, so it was a Panzanetto. So, but this was a completely different meatball. I'd never had anything like this I before. I mean, it sounds like a meatball and with potato. then I was told, well, this is how they make meatballs in Italy, and the meatballs that you eat at Sunday dinner mm. are some Americanism, just like, like, like chop suey. No, really? that's not true. That's not true. Okay. Wait, do you live in America, Patrizia? No, I've no. been the last uh, seven, eight years. I've been coming onwards backwards. I'm uh, happy to say that I've just received my permanent residence, so a green card. So I'm now a resident of the United States. Hmm. But it's been onwards backwards for the last uh, nine years. Yeah, I was coming. Are you another one of those immigrants <laughs> that's going to take jobs away from good yeah. American singers? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and, so. and I'm looking forward to do <laughs> that Tony because uh, I want to conquer. I want to conquer the female United States. You know, no, for me, for me, America is a stunning woman. I mean, America when I. I've, when I picture America, I see a stunning woman. Like Anita Ekberg in, in that movie. Oh, you're good. Yeah, really she was good. Swedish, you, though. You know my taste. Yeah, my well, taste. all right. Well, we can, we can arrange that. You know, I don't know if Jimmy's they, got something. They, they wish they all could be California girls. That's Do they? I've heard that. Patrizio, is that what they wish? I don't know. I love I love those Brooklyn girls. I like mm. them, ah, the, the, the straight yeah. forward, you know. They, you don't have to guess where they're from. With the L.A. girls, California girls, mm. but, oh, my God, it's so awesome, and it's so nice, and it's cute, and it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's from know? the valley. That's well, the, the good valley. news is, you know, we're doing this live, so you could call in 718-260-4502. You can talk to Patrizio. You just talk to him come say, I'm one of those Brooklyn girls you say you like, come and here's my number. How you doing? Now, so what if, if we had a live call, mm. hey, Patrizio, I'm a real big fan of your music, what would you sing? That, what, give, give me like a, a verse that you would just belt out. Belt out. Yeah. Parla più piano che nessuno sentirà Il nostro amore lo viviamo io e te Nessuno sa la verità And so on and so I can on say and that's so on. the only time I ever saw Jimmy, our producer, smile because it's the best thing that's ever sounded yeah. on this radio. The acoustics were incredible. And really, this is like a bathtub in here. <laughs> that was fantastic. What was that? Well, that was one of my favorite love songs that, that I recorded. Happens to be a song that um, was used, the theme was used in The Godfather. Mm. But it's nothing dangerous. You see, it's a love song. And that song was used in The Godfather movie as a theme, but it's really about love. So here we go. That's a lot of problems that, that sometimes appear is when people have that prejudice that being Italian is just about dangerous thing and leave the cannolis and take the gun on no. the other way around. I mean, The Godfather is one of the great love stories ever. I mean, it, 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 yeah. you know, if you think about The Godfather, someday I will ask you to do a favor for me. I mean, he had a real honor. He had honor. Yeah, but people fish out the dramatic and the dangerous, and the uh, happens to be that and the, the Luca Brazzi, but because you, you oh sleep yeah. with the fishes. Yeah, happen to be that the, the filthy and the dangerous things are always the coolest things, mm. you know. And I don't understand. I know that you know if people, those who out there who love cheese and love bacon, <laughs> they love my music. <laughs> really, love cheese and bacon. Hmm. Yeah, why not cheese and bacon? It's very meaty. My music. It's a lot of orchestras there, a lot of beautiful uh, arrangements. So it's meaty. It's it's juicy. There's a lot going on. Then it's cheesy because it's all very smooth. Well, I was on your website earlier today, and I urge any of our listeners to go on that website, patriziobuone.com, I believe. That's correct. And I, I, I just played uh, uh, When the Moon Hits Your Eye Like a Big Pizza Pie. And the reason I love that song, yeah. obviously the, the, uh, the Dean Martin's version, right? Yeah. But also, they used to play it at the Met games a lot, believe it or not. I didn't know. Really? Yeah, it's like, okay. yeah, I'd be sitting there, eighth inning, and all of a sudden they break into that. Yeah. When the moon started rising over Shea Stadium. That, and I, I'm still calling it Shea. 
I don't know if it, everybody's even everybody's saying right. longer. So can you? Yeah, of course, Patricio. You got to give me just one verse of of that's amore. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Hey, we got some good. We got some good harmony there. We are the Pat Pack. <laughs> my name is Patricio, and you're the Pack. So Pat I'm, pack. I'm the rat of that pack, obviously. Mm. Patricio, listen. I listen. We bear with it. Can you stick around for a second? No we got to pay a bill. We got to pay a sure. bill. We always have can to give us a little. We got to pay some bills, because we have sponsors who pay for people to come on this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you a question first. You're a good-looking man, but do you pay too much for dentistry? Like your teeth? Probably, yeah. Yeah, you Probably. do. Yeah. Because you don't go to Dr. Joseph Lichter, DDS. Am I right? Yes, that's what I have to admit. Lichter has got a state-of-the-art office in Midwood where you can get root canal, tooth extractions, zoom whitening system, Invisalign, which usually costs $5,000. He'll get you to get it to you for $4,000. Lichter is one of those great guys. Patricia, you, you love America, but Lichter is like America. Okay. Okay? Because you go in there, it's affordable, high-quality dental care. Now, all you got to do to make an appointment, it's not like you have to wait on a long line. Yeah. You don't have to get a green card. He'll see yeah. everybody. All you got to do is call them at 718-339-7878. You make an appointment, and then you head down to 1420 Avenue P between East 14th and East 15th in Midwood. Can now, you repeat the number once again? I will. Me? I was about to. All right, great. 718-339-7878. So that shows you even handsome men like Patrizio say, well, you know, I want my smile to be great. Absolutely. So you're going to go to Joseph Lichter. If you want to visit him online, it's josephlichterdds.com. Who doesn't like a good steak? You like a good steak, right? Pizza, you like a good steak. steak? Oh, I love good steak. Because pizza. But you need to have those teeth that you can bite into. Well, that's that's usually how we segue into Atlas Steakhouse because Atlas Steakhouse offers a selection of premium cuts that are aged on site for perfect texture and taste. Atlas Steakhouse has an extensive list of vintage wines. You like a good wine? Oh, he likes a good wine. Of course, he likes a good wine, right? What's your favorite Italian wine? It's called Primitivo. Oh, I know Primitivo. Is that, is that a Sicilian one? No, it's no? from Puglia. Oh, Puglia. But Nero Davola would be from Sicily. Okay. I bet you you can get it at Atlas Steakhouse. Listen, expertly mis- mixed classic and signature cocktails. Every signature everything. appetizers guaranteed to stimulate your palate. Atlas Steakhouse has it all. Your choice cut steak is crafted into a culinary masterpiece just for you and delightful desserts. Gersh, each, each one sweeter, sweeter than, than the, the last. <laughs> They're very sweet, though. That last dessert. dessert. Don't order the last dessert. That's all I ask. you got to work your way up to the last. (laughs) Do not order the last dessert. Atlas Steakhouse is a completely unique dining experience, as always, Atlas Steakhouse at 943 Coney Island Avenue. Uh Online at Uh atlassteak.com. Patrizio's mouth is watering there. Patrizio, I'm going to bring it down a notch because you're not old. How old are you, Patrizio? Working the music. Uh, he loves that. It's a good song. How, how old are you, Patrizio? I'm 38. 38. Okay. So you're not 65. So you're not interested in Village Care Max, but I am because I'm 51. I need something like this. It's a Medicaid managed long term plan that helps you stay at home and in your community and listening to great Italian music for as long as possible. What they do is they send a team of healthcare professionals that works with your doctor, helping you to obtain the best healthcare options available. And it's Medicaid managed care, so you don't even pay for it. Get more information by calling 800-469-6292 or visit them at villagecaremax.org. Village Caremax, live the life and listen to the music 
you want to live and listen to, which isn't really their slogan, but I paraphrased. All right, we paid some bills. Now, Patrizia, you came on Brooklyn Paper Radio because you knew we'd plug you. Mm. So I say go to his website, patriciobuone.com, but I also wanted you on this show to receive the tough questions. Go on. Now, you were in America last Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. We had a big election here. Yeah. And we basically elected American Berlusconi, did we not? Absolutely. That's my word. That's my quote. So tell me, you guys survived like 12 years of Berlusconi, right? Yeah. How long was he in power in Italy? Well, you just said it, 12 years. It was 12 years. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just I made it up and it turns and out to be right. <laughs> so how did you survive? Give us like, give us a, a tip on how to survive a guy who, and I'm not saying anything against the president-elect. He's not president yet. He is my president. I'm a little worried. What should we know about your experience? Well... Oh, there's a picture of you with m- Donald Trump. My experience about Berlusconi is zero because I have, um, I lived in uh, in um, Austria, in Vienna. I've been uh, always, uh, my parents come from Naples and I was born in Vienna, in Austria. Hmm. And I was raised the first uh, seven years of my life in Italy. Then I went to, uh, to Vienna, then we come back, uh, I went to school. So when Berlusconi was elected, um, everybody was extremely happy because Italy wanted a change and he wanted to make Italy great again. Mm. Um, <laughs> and did. then uh, he did it his way, um, as Frank Sinatra would say, and uh, things suddenly were not as great as he was saying. But I still think that one thing was very important. Uh, Italy gave him a chance to prove. It proved that he didn't do it. But now I think America needs to start to give this man a chance to prove that everything that he said um, he can uh, he can keep. You see, my perso- personal experience with the Donald Trump was, and I don't want to talk about politics really because I don't have... Nobody uh, wants to talk about no, politics. No, I know, but I'm talking about the men. Yeah. Um, I sang at the Taj Mahal uh, Casino uh, some years ago, 2008. And 2010, or, no, 12, I met him at the, uh, the Friars Club, actually the roast of Larry King. Sure. And there were a lot of celebrities there. And I walked up to him and I said, Mr. Trump, so nice to meet you. What a privilege to meet you because I sang at one of your beautiful casinos. And I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, to, to, to keep this great tradition on of, of booking great acts and stuff. And he looked at me funny and said, good for you, but I don't really have time talking to you. And, and just richly showed me off. My guitarist took to, took a picture of that and I have got the picture as a I proof. I see it. It's on, it's on your Instagram. Go. Yeah, it's on your Instagram account. If you're so Patrizio Buoni official. Is I, exactly. I personally, personally, just personally, was felt that wasn't a very educated mm-hmm. and nice gesture by a person, but he could be and I keep my fingers crossed and in my prayers that it will help America. One quick question. Did you get paid for that gig at the Trump Casino? I was. He I was, was paid. Okay, Handsome. fair enough. Handsome. was. Because, you know, there's been some allegations that the president-elect does not pay his bills. I think a lot of people say things that to keep another person down and down to keep bad and bad. We have to, not, I'm not American. You are Americans. We have to sure. stop. You have to stop talking bad about anybody because it's too late. We he is build running them. the country. Yeah, we got to build and up. And give him a chance. This man could really change a lot. And I wish it's true. So good luck. And I'm in. I'm with you. I've Here's got the green card. I'm I, part of it. I said it before. I said it again. I'm all in on Trump. Yeah, I, listen, I'm all, I'm all, listen, if if Donald Trump succeeds, America succeeds, right? We all agreed on that, right? No? Yes, we agree. We agree. No, I mean, seriously, I, I wrote a column, Patrizio, you know I'm a liberal from like, I'm I'm left of, of Trotsky. That's how liberal I am. And I wrote a column the other day in the New York Daily News. You can Google it, kids. It's online. And it just simply said, look, th- let's not protest in the streets until he does something that we don't like. Till yeah. then, he's got my support. 
Well, I'm looking at this picture of Patricio and Trump on Instagram right now. You can, you can see yeah. it on Instagram. And it seems like you can't really tell what Trump is doing, but I'm guessing from what you told me, he's saying, there's the door. Yeah, it looks like he's Do pointing to the door. Do you see my right hand that was about to shake his hand? He just, he just yep, yep. The, the right hand is just about to rise. Mm-hmm. And I would have shaken your hand, Patrizio, first of all, because you're a handsome man. And second of all, you came <laughs> over to me to say, hey, I enjoyed singing for yeah, your, that's right. your customers. That's right. That's right. I'm a little, I mean, in all fairness to the president-elect or then Donald Trump mogul, I mean, he might have been busy. He simply might have been busy. Yeah, but still, there is a way of, you could have said, young man, I really don't have time talking to yes. you. Uh, good luck, uh, all the best. But yeah, that's off true. Off we go, and I would have been, oh, thank you very much, you know. I think it's very important to respect the people, fr- anybody. I know that I don't deserve to have a red carpet rolled out uh, to say hello to somebody, mm. but, uh, um, you know, I'm still a human being, and I think I addressed him very respectful. Anyway, change topic, la, 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 music. It's just a great picture, and I, and I will change this topic, but I will say this in closing. Uh, why were you mm. at the Friars Club roast? Like, what? Wh- how did you get an invite? Because uh, Larry King mm. uh, was roasted. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, I'm actually he loves my music. Larry King is a big fan of mine, and uh, I was uh, basically introduced there. It was very nice. It was Larry King cool. is a great guy. And, Larry and King's a, a great American and yeah. a Brooklynite. Yeah, Larry King is from Brooklyn as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, Larry King. If you can hear the sound of my voice, you should write your obit so that Vince can run it in the Brooklyn paper mm-hmm. as a former Brooklynite, right? Yep. And we've made this offer, P- Patrizio, we've made this offer to um, Mel Brooks as well, another legendary Brooklynite. The only person, <coughs> only Brooklyn celebrity who's taken up the offer of pre-writing his obit is Gersh Kunstman. I have written my obit for publication in the Brooklyn paper upon my death. Hopefully it will be, with, you know, five to ten years, yeah, not well, right around the corner. Not not too soon, but not too far away. You want to go out looking good. Yeah, got to look good. Yeah, <laughs> on radio. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Patricia, you're thinking about me. You're thinking about my impending death. What song would that bring up? What, do you have like a, a, a mournful kind of like don't go, baby, don't go kind of song for us? Give me, give me a little song. Well, I've, so, I've got something called You're My Everything. There you go. Yeah, okay, go for it. You're my everything and nothing really matters but the joy you bring. You're my everything to see you in the morning <laughs> with those big blue eyes. You do. You do, baby. You do. As I said, I'm a devout heterosexual, but you're going to see those eyes at some point. You guys got to do singing in the shower together. No, yeah. We, 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 I have a feature at the Daily News, uh, Patrizio. It's called Gersh Kuntzman's Shower Sing-Along. Because okay. you've seen Carpool Karaoke on that other TV yeah. show. I do Shower Sing-Along. Okay. I offered, I, I've offered it to several celebrities. That I did get turned down. Willem Dafoe turned me down. Raul Felder, the divorce lawyer, turned me down. Maybe you're going to be the first. Don't, don't ever know. ask me to pick up the soap. Never. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a simple thing. We just sat, stand there and sing. Now, you've played shows all over the country, all over the world. Everywhere. Yeah. All right. What was your favorite gig? There you go. Favorite gig ever. I sang for the Pope or the visit of the Pope in front of 85,000 people. Wait, wait, wait. Which Pope? For Pope uh, Jean Paul II. Oh, that's old. Yeah. That's old the Pope. pope that's as far old as we're school. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And um, wow. actually, and well, the people came to see the Pope, not me. But well, what did you sing? What did you sing? It was um, the youth uh, collect. You know, the um, the travel of the youth coming together. That was in Poland, and I was asked to sing a song ha- half Italian and half Polish, and they wrote it down phonetically for me so I could learn it in Polish. And it was very exciting. I mean, uh, to sing those those uh, spiritual songs, but to be in that element with with. Everybody, you know, sharing the same passion for for one person or for basically for the purpose of being there together and, and, and feel the love, you know. What do you think of the current Pope, the new Pope? I think he's, uh, I think he's very, very intelligent. I think he's very 
uh, approachable. I think he wants to really build a bridge, not a wall, a bridge <laughs> between uh, um, the young generation and and uh, the old generation. And I think sometimes, as Pope Jean Paul II used to say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to be spiritual. Don't be afraid. Don't think too traditional about that. Many religions are very free. Many religions are very strict. Mm. And the the Catholic, uh, the Roman Catholic Church is still sort of searching: should we be like this or should we do like that? And and that church, that Pope, I think, is very intelligent because he's trying to break it. Yet there are a lot of things that is, should be still on his agenda. I mean, I, I'm a Jew, and I love that Pope. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone seems to like him. No, seriously. I mean, he's and again, as I said, devout heterosexual, and I, the fact that I keep mentioning that makes it seem that I'm not, but I am. But you know, he said about gays. He said, "Who am I to judge?" Uh-huh. I mean, no pope has ever said that. Most popes say they're going to hell. Nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, of course. <laughs> but I mean, seriously. So this guy says, "Who am I to judge?" He washes poor people's feet, which is a nice touch. Oh. I wouldn't do that. Seriously, would you watch a Vince? You've been on the subway. Would you wash a poor person's feet? If they were clipping their toenails, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Patrizio, I mean, come on. Seriously. The guy is a saint. Or a May future I, saint. Future saint. Yeah, it can't be a saint. I'll, be, can't be, a saint I'll be honest with you. Uh, mm. If the person is really in need and cannot wash the feet and you disinfect it, I would do it. Oh, I, See I, that? I would do it. I would do it. But I'm not doing it by choice. No, I would do it by choice. You do it by I choice. If the person is helpless. Yeah. If, if, You're a good you know, person. It, but, you know... It's it's funny because I wanted to be a priest till I discovered that there are women. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you wanted to be a priest till you were eleven. I, I should be a rabbi. <laughs> Your rabbis do pretty well. I'm not talking about the stake, the ribeye. I'm talking about the rabbi. <laughs> you, could go, you know, you could go Lutheran, and then if you go Lutheran, you get married. You do whatever you like. I was telling the story of Gallahue today. You know the story of Gallahue? I know the story All of right, Gallahue. So we had this reporter who used to work with us, Patrick Gallahue, one of mm-hmm. the greatest guys you'll ever meet. Okay. And now he works he works up in Hartford for uh, for the, the state or something. He's like, like one of the top five people you're ever going to meet. He's literally one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet. The story of Patrick Gallahue, and probably I shouldn't say this on air, but who knows? Who, who cares? cares? Who cares? Who cares? Gallahue's parents, uh-huh. right? his father was a priest, his mother was a nun, and they met at church. Wait a minute. Did they have but sex? <laughs> well, eventually. Oh, but his father was a Catholic priest? A Catholic priest. So Listen, take it this way. They make an angel. Oh, no, no, no. They <laughs> met. They made two angel. of them. They met, but then they both left the priesthood and the nunnery. Correct. Oh, I see. So they, their, you didn't passion, know this? their passion was so strong, Patrice. No, I did know this. Their, and I, Have you ever met these two? Mm. Both of them were unbelievably attractive. But okay. Catholic? Roman Catholic? Yeah, but Roman then Catholic. they left the order. Yeah. Gallagher. The name's Gallagher. You they can't were get more both, Catholic than that. They were both people of the cloth. And they stripped those cloths off, literally, to have sex. Because sex, and I'll say this, Patrizia, I'll say it on the radio. Sex is my spiritual experience. And they learned it too. You with me on that? Oof. I mean, yeah. is there a God? Yeah, man. <laughs> say it. No, Bill Clinton, is, can you hear it? <laughs> is there, if there's a God. And this point, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to advertise the brand new... Uh, uh, Joseph Lichter DDS. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, believe, I believe that... I don't believe in God, but if there is a God, he ex- or she expresses him or herself through sexual activity. You know what? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you. There you I, go. It's when you look in somebody's eyes and you feel love. That's when you feel God. That's when right. You see God. That's right. God is love. God is an energy. I know, but that. But so that's where I think, as much as I like the Pope, that's where they miss the boat. They take the sex out of love and spirituality. They do, right? Yeah, but you know. you said before <laughs> when you advertised uh, the teeth and whatnot that you were about 50? 51, my friend. Okay, good. 51. I'm 38, and you are? 45. Okay. Everybody in this room is handsome. Okay, so 
we're talking about a certain age that we enjoy good wine, a good steak, have nice teeth, go and see a good show, you know, and this and that. So that's why for us, sex is not just ha-ha, it's just hoo-hoo, it's more, it's deep, it's passionate, it's... No, it's, no, it's way sex. <laughs> no, no, it's the the, 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 the the soundtrack of Patrizio Buone, you need it. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. No but when you're 20, it's totally different, it's more like sport. Oh, I see what you get. No, well, that's fine. It's the sexual experience deepens with age, but my point is, like, I like see a fine wine. I see the face of God in an orgasm. I see the face of God in an orgasm. Say it. And what do you think about that? I see the face of God in an orgasm. I just said it. There you go. So yeah, you go. that's how it, that's how we are. And who wants to see my face? No, no, well, I want to see your O face. face. No, I don't want to see your O face. The point Why is, don't I send us a message? <laughs> no, but there is, Patricio, in all seriousness, there is a song that you have in your heart right now that you're going to share with us <clears throat> that's about that feeling, that that carnal love. Give me, give me a song. Give me a song. What do you got about carnal love? Well, I recorded a song called This Kiss Tonight. There you go. Go. Oh, tonight, as you put on your dress, I found it hard to breathe. I was lost for words, and as you step into the light, I read, I, I want to see you shine. As everybody stares, and as the light shines bright around us, and the music starts to drown us, and we caught up in the madness, let's remember this kiss tonight. Now see, that's what I'm talking about. Get a room. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. You sing a song like that to a woman, it's not just going to be one kiss. That's what I'm saying. All right, anyway. <laughs> Vince, we got to let Patricio do one I last had, thing. What, I had gonna, a question. Now I forgot what it okay. was. You made, you made me Patricio, lose my train of thought. One of the I got we, lost in song. One of the things we always do when we have a guest on, whatever you want to pitch us on, like what, what do you, a project you're working on, a new album, something you want to tell us about, maybe you want to plug your uncle's, you know, Restaurant, what? It, give it, go. It's all yours. Open mic. I know that a lot of people come on radio because they want to bitch and pitch and pitch and bitch and, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I really just came here to have a good chat because I appreciate when people actually run the radio station or run the program. Uh, very, very neat and very nice to have a conversation to talk mm. about God and the world and love and sex and politics. We and did I it. Think so we, we hit all those topics. So this is all really me. I am. My name is Patrizio Buane, for those who just tuned in. Patrizio Buane is a young guy that comes to America to spread the word also here with the music. It uh, doesn't matter how many millions of records I sold worldwide in Australia, South Africa, and Europe. I'm starting from scratch here in America. I've got a big fan base and I've got a big following you can uh, follow me as well you can stalk me on on facebook dot patrizio buane uh, official patrizio is written p-a-t-r-i-z-i-o b-u-a-n-n-e official patrizio buane um it's not really about me all the time it's about the music it's about the lifestyle and i'm happy that i'm sharing this with the world that i'm allowed to be myself i'm not somebody who was uh, discovered through those talent shows, uh, America's Got Talent or The Voice or whatnot. I'm really myself. I'm allowed to be myself, and that makes me happy. And uh, be here on the radio.
video and not just to talk about myself, but just to talk about things that concern us all mm -hmm. uh, makes me very happy and it includes me. And, and I love Brooklyn and I love you guys and I love wow. everybody who listens and didn't switch off. Wow. 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 I got it. This is the question I was going to ask. I, I mm -hmm. remembered it. Now, you sing in multiple languages. Yeah. Is there something that you like more about singing in Italian or, or some other language versus English? Is, is it... Is it easier or is it any different, like the way that you pronounce words in different languages that affect the way you sing or maybe that you like more or less about singing one language versus I another? I mean, if I sing in Italian or actually Neapolitan, that's really my language. It comes more natural because that's the language I was raised. Um, it's very hard to sing in, uh, in German. It sounds like barking. <laughs> because the language is kind of tough, but wow, English. If you're is listening out there, and you're one of our German American listeners. We love all people. No, we love all the people. And listen, uh, said by a Jew, that means a lot even That's more. That's true. That's true. So um, I tell you just one thing. I think you gotta. You don't listen always just to the language. You listen to the melodies mm -hmm. and and the what the content is that that it's all about. For me, uh, music is the language. So I do prefer singing Neapolitan. I love singing in Spanish, but English is a great language. I mean, I really wanted to be a rockabilly singer, a rock and roll singer, but then rock and roll singers have those names like Little Richard, Elvis yeah, Presley, yeah. and mine was Patrizio Franco Antonio Buone. So if I would have shortened that, it would have been Pat Boone, and that wasn't cool. So no, I would have been like Little Pat. Little Pat. <laughs> Little Pat. Yeah, no, Pat the All right, we got to get out. We got to get out. Mm. Guys, you've been listening to the, the dulcet tones of baritone uh -huh. Patrizio Buone, who you can get on Patrizio Buone Official on Instagram and Facebook. We got to get out. Mm -hmm. I want to thank him for coming. I want to, And I want to thank him for celebrating the handsome men in the show. The Vincent handsome men. Gersh Kunzman. The handsome men of the Brooklyn, uh, right. Brooklyn Paper Radio. We're not going to pay a bill. and We're going to come back from the break. We're going to do our recorded interview with Tony Danza, which was unbelievable. Danza's going to talk to us about Donald Trump, about Donald Trump, and then he started talking about Donald Trump. It was an amazing interview. But first, I want to remind you. Why didn't he talk about Donald Trump? He talked about Donald Trump. As well. Yes. Wow. It's On amazing. On top of all that stuff. But anyway, I have to remind you, we are sponsored by VillageCareMax.org. We're sponsored by Atlas Steakhouse. And of course, Dr. Joseph Lichter, DDS.com in Midwood. So after the break, we'll come back with little Tony Danza. All right. Great. Thanks, Patricio. Ciao.